1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Kat Alias of Ferocity Dance Company. Kat, it's awesome to have you on the show.
2: Hey, thank you so much for having me.
1: No problem. Super excited to have you on. I tried to roll my R's to hit it. Hopefully I did as good as possible, but before I jumped in, I wanted to introduce you to Kat so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Kat is a Venezuelan-born dancer who came to the United States at the age of six. Kat created the Ferocity Dance Company in May of 2012, where she is currently the owner and managing director. Ferocity houses multiple bachata, focused, competitive, and performing teams and has won various accolades throughout the years. Her vision was to have a company where anyone who wanted to be family could be. Kat, are you ready to speak to the IMCL community?
2: Yeah, ready.
1: (laughs) Awesome, and welcome to the family. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started and what led you to kind of start your business.
2: Um, I used to own a ballroom dance studio. I started dancing as an adult, um, so I started working as a receptionist in a ballroom studio, and then I bought it when the owner was ill. Um, and so I learned a lot of things from, from that, and that's actually how I got introduced to bachata, which is like a social Latin dance, so it doesn't fall into the ballroom dances. Um, and so then our first studio, uh, studio actually failed. We got shut down by the county. <laughs> and um, after that, it was kind of hard for me to decide if I wanted to continue or not, but I decided ultimately to start Ferocity. And then after a year in business, I went ahead and got a studio location as well.
1: That makes so much sense. And I imagine that you, you, had, you kind of touched on, like learned so much from having that experience. I think it's probably a difference between, well, well, I sometimes say having businesses that maybe don't go according to plan are sometimes the best lessons you can learn rather than having to be successful and not sure what happened or how it was done.
2: Yeah. A thousand percent. I think that a lot of the things that I know now I would have never known unless I went through that, that period.
1: Yeah, and and I think so many times we forget that when we see somebody that's successful, we we don't see kind of like the steps that it took to get there, and for one, maybe the the things that didn't go according to plan, and and how you know you're able to kind of uh, shift and learn from that as well. Yes, for sure. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to hear a little bit more about your company. Could you take us through exactly what you're doing, where you're serving, and how you uh, serve your clients?
2: Sure. So we're located in Falls Church, Virginia. Um, right about. 17 minutes outside of D.C., so we do get a lot of students from D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Um, We are primarily adult studios, so we do um, adult group classes, and then the main thing I'm known for is for performing teams. So I have six different teams, five of them perform, and two of them compete. Um, So we do our world championships and we'll go to Colombia. We did a couple here in the United States when the world championships were here. And then our group classes are are catered towards social dancing. So, you know, what you would go to like the salsa room on a weeknight and like have some fun dancing with people. Um, So our main thing is about just getting you out there, connected with people, dancing and, you know, dancing is a big therapy for a lot of people. So for us, it's been a really wonderful experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And especially having that social aspect and the ability for people to kind of dance and, and, and connect and, and, and be able to engage in kind of probably a unique way as well, too. That probably helps out as far as like building that family, as I kind of spoke to when I read your bio. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and you touched on the, the whole kind of competitive aspect of it. That's something I don't know much about. Could you take us through is there is a real competitive uh, you know, like kind of um, I don't want to say like March Madness or something, but it's like that related to, to dancing.
2: Yeah, so there are um, I, there's a few major world competitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we don't go to all of them. They are very expensive, especially the ones that are overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we usually go to the World Latin Dance Cup. It's one of the the most known and one of the most prestigious. Um, there's also World Salsa Summit that's held in Miami, Florida. Um, but we have always gone to the World Latin Dance Cup. Um, they're so close together that you have to kind of pick one or the other. But it's, it's, it's amazing. People spend literally an entire year preparing a two-minute routine, and then you go there and it, there's people from all over the world. So this last time was the first time I was in Colombia, and we went up against Ecuador and Peru and New Zealand and Australia and like all these countries, and they're all there with the same passion as you have. Um, so it's kind of like the the best comparison, I think, would be the Olympics. It's like the Olympics were
1: yeah. Sort of yeah, that makes so much sense. and I appreciate you for talking, too, about like how, you know, I think if you go there, you see that routine, and you think maybe somebody just rolled out of bed, and then they just went and danced. But there's really a tremendous amount of preparation that we don't see behind the scenes to kind of get to that point and to do that two-minute two routine and be able to execute that well.
2: Yes, for sure. It's a lot of pressure, too, to be on that stage.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So I I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and it could be for yourself or for your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
2: I think that for me, um, I've never looked at Ferocity as being a traditional dance company or a traditional dance studio because there's so many of those. And everyone has like their own purpose, but that was never really for me. So um, I like to look at my business as an experience. So whether you're there for a dance class or you're there for a performing team or you're there just to practice practice on your own being in the studio itself being in art environment is an experience and I think that you immediately feel the energy when you walk in or if we're with you somewhere like when my dancers come around I feel that there's an energy that people feel that is all inclusive that accepts people for who they are and in this world that's like a lot you know there's so much judgment everywhere mm. I think that people really welcome that as an adult they can be who they are in this place, uh, and they don't look at it as a business either. So it really does become a big, big family unit based on the fact that it's more of an experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're absolutely right. I think we sometimes forget that, you know, people want to be, you know, cared for, they want to be recognized. And of course, they want to be accepted as well, too. And I think that being able to kind of create that environment and have, you know, I think anytime you get a chance to move, um, whether it's dancing or anything, it gives you that opportunity to kind of get those, uh, was it, I I forgot what it's called, but your pheromones or whatever moving, so (laughs) electrolytes and and everything. (laughs) So you really get that opportunity to to have fun, to smile, to enjoy, you know, the experience and, and get the Fully uh, take part in that.
2: Yes, for sure. It's really wonderful to see every day.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. So I, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit, and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
2: Um. So for me, I would think uh, there's this book. It's called Big Magic, mm-hmm. and it's really amazing the way that it's structured. It's kind of like really short uh, articles based on the writer's uh, perspective or experiences, but it's uh, it's geared towards creatives, um, so like artists, dancers, we all kind of relate to this book. Um, it's by Elizabeth Gilbert, um, but there's, there's different things in there that communicate to me depending on what kind of day I'm having. So like, there's a part where she's talking about, you need to like put in the work and that you need to accept uh, rejection and that, Mm -hmm. and then she'll give you like an example of like what she had to do to become a writer. And it's just things that like kind of, um, it's like the things that we all kind of need to hear, but most of the time we probably won't because I feel like CEOs, we don't tend to really talk that much to people about like, you know, the, down, the downside or the bad part. People kind of see, oh, here's all the good stuff and here's the smiles and stuff. But when we go through things, we tend to keep it quiet. But when I feel, I feel like when I'm reading this book, it's almost like I'm talking to a friend and I'm hearing these experiences that, that help me get through different things.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, huge. And I and I love the fact that and I haven't heard of Big Magic, but I'm definitely gonna add it to my list, even though I might may or may not have two left feet. But at the same time <laughs> I understand um you know, we understand when we're running a business of, you know, all the things that could happen. But I think for one, being able to hear that and hear that you're not alone, but to, you know, hear somebody else that's been able to succeed through that kind of gives you light at the end of the tunnel to make you know that one, you're not crazy, you're not by yourself, but even further along that, you know, somebody that's been successful and how they've been able to kind of cope, you know, uh, to, to deal with that.
2: Yeah, I think it's also just being able to relate that it's part of the process and I think that a lot of times we'll forget that especially for riding out like a bad wave like a lot of Mm. a lot of us are now it's remember like this is part of the process and like you will get through it but you have to be really really strong to make it
1: yeah. And especially that the, the mental part as well, too, is, you know, those ups and downs and, and to be able to understand, you know, you're not by yourself. You know, there's other people that are going through some similar helps you to feel a little bit more at pieces. This is part of what it takes to be successful. So it's not you can't take that out and be successful. You have to go through sometimes those ups and downs as well. Yes, 100 percent awesome 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 so i want to ask you now for what i call a ceo nugget so that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice or something you might tell yourself if you were to hop into a time machine
2: um i would probably say it will not always be easy but it will always be worth it mm. and i think that is like if i would go back i mean like obviously like i had a felt business before so like I went back to like little 21 year old cat that had all these like dreams of doing these things you know when you're young and kind of like really inexperienced i'd never even thought i would own my own business before you see everything as like oh it would be great and this is my dream and like everything's gonna be easy as long as i just get this and then But once you get it, you're like, Oh, there's like all this other stuff that comes out. And I think you don't realize how emotionally vested you get into like what you're doing, or especially if you if you end loving it, which I do, like, I love what I do. So of course, every hit that happens is like a personal hit to me. Mm. And so I think there were a lot of times where like, I'll be like, man, why am I doing this? Like, I could be working normally and like being relaxed and letting somebody else worry about it. But at the end of the day, especially when you get through things, it's always, always worth it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it tells you so much about yourself. I can definitely, you know, echo the exact same thing because I think you go through those times where you're like, why am I what, really why am I doing this? You know, you, you know, I think a lot of times there's a quote that says entrepreneurs are the people that will work 80 hours a week to avoid working 40. And yeah. I think sometimes those aren't always great 80-hour weeks, you know, a lot of times it's a lot of stuff that you're dealing with and, you know, putting out fires and doing all those things that, you know, a lot of times people don't see, but I think that when you are able to get to that situation where you don't know how you're going to get out of it and then you get out of it it shows you a lot about yourself it builds confidence builds character builds obviously your business as well too
2: yes for sure and they're really important things to go through
1: yeah and and as we kind of talked about before in the hack is it's something that's necessary as well too because you know i'm a big believer in binary so i feel like you can't enjoy good without experiencing bad, you can't have that ultimate highs without sometimes some of those lows. And you have to understand that that is what kind of gets you to where you want to be.
2: Yes, for sure.
1: I agree. Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Kat, what does being a CEO mean to you?
2: To me, being a CEO means freedom. Um, I think once I... I started just wanting to dance. I wanted a place that I fit into because when I started, I didn't feel like the dance world was for me, even though I always had this dream because I, I'm heavier. Um, and I just didn't feel like, you know, I was pretty enough or small enough or talented enough. Or I didn't start when I was three years old and I was like 19 or 21 when I even started thinking about it seriously. And so when I started, I just wanted, I was like, it'll, it's fine if it's just me and I want a place that that's for me but once I started everyone found me and it's people that have the same the same story it's they feel like they don't fit in or they're looking for somewhere special they're looking for somewhere that's that's theirs and for me being a CEO being able to create that for people I mean it's complete freedom is in my little part of the world I'm able to have the world that I want.
1: Yeah, it's so big, and I think so many times we we forget that um you know we feel like we're alone and we're not by ourselves. But I think it it speaks volumes to you and your leadership and your desire to want to do that because I think sometimes we forget that when we create something. Um, while we're creating it sometimes for ourselves, so many other people are craving it and wanting and need it as a place to feel belonged and, and accepted. So when you create that, you start to attract those people um, because they want the exact same thing. They just didn't necessarily create it. Yes, for sure. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I truly appreciate that, Kat. I appreciate all the awesome things you're doing. And of course, I appreciate your time. Uh, what I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on.
2: Sure. Um, we're we're making it through. Uh, these like current times, you know, with uh, COVID and everything has been really stressful, I think, for anyone in a creative field. But We'll be here when everything passes, and we have online classes uh, that we're adding. And we're committed to being connected to the community that we've helped build for the last eight years. So today is actually my eight-year anniversary.
1: Happy anniversary! <laughs> Thank
2: you. Um, and you, everyone can always go to our website, which is ferocitydance.com, and we have all our contact info and everything that we have uh, being offered at the studio right now is on there.
1: Awesome. And we will definitely have those links and information in the show notes as well, too. But definitely, you know, appreciate you again for creating something that, you know, obviously you, you needed and, and you wanted. But so many other people wanted as well, too, because at the end of the day, as we said, you know, you just want to be accepted and feel like you have somewhere that you belong. Um, and I think I, I truly appreciate you for, for doing that in, in true entrepreneurial form. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yeah, thank you so much.